0: McLean Middleton Minutes, a podcast dedicated to business, legal, and community news in New Hampshire and Massachusetts. You'll hear about all things legal and how they affect business. You'll also hear from local business and community leaders sharing stories of their success. In law and business, good things often take time. So without a minute to spare, let's get started with McLean Middleton Minutes. Welcome to McLean Middleton Minutes. I'm your host, Jennifer Parent. This is our first episode of 2021, and we are excited to welcome today's guest, Suzanne Foley. Suzanne is the owner of Port City Pretzels. Suzanne's company is located in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And if you are not familiar with Port City Pretzels, you are going to want to be soon. This woman-owned business, affectionately known as the People's Pretzel, has a story that started many years ago with a family recipe.
1: Suzanne, welcome! Thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you, Jennifer, and I really, uh, I really appreciate McLean Middleton, you know, allowing me to tell a little bit about my story. So, thank you. Well, let's let's dive in because
0: Suzanne, you were recently named Small Business Woman of the Year by the Small Business Association in New Hampshire. And you do have such an amazing story to tell. So let's start there. Tell us a little bit about your story and what brought you to receiving this award.
1: Sure, well, that award actually is, uh, I, 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 we've been fortunate to be recognized for um, a number of different uh, different things, but that award means a great deal to me. Um, just the Small Business Association. There actually, that was my first I went to when I was thinking about starting this company. You know, I had an idea in my head, but it was like, all right, where do I go next? And I can remember going to the SBA website. Um, From there, I reached out to SCORE. I am still working with SCORE mentors to this day. Um, I had reached out to the SBDC, the Women's Network. You know, a wealth of information is out there um, through the SBA as far as how-to. You know, there's, there's, there's guidelines, there's a footprint, and I wanted to do this right. I had the idea. But um, I didn't know every aspect about starting a business. And as entrepreneurs, we kind of think that we do, but I definitely needed some advice. So um, and again, to this day, I seek advice. So um, I, you know, besides setting it up the correct way, um, just um, knowing um, having that guideline uh, really proved to be um, proved to be successful for me. And to be recognized by the SBA, which, you know, what do they do? They, you know, stimulate the economy, they help small companies. So for them to recognize me is huge. It's fabulous. So yeah, thanks. It's amazing. And, and so congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was wonderful.
0: Now, we we all have family secret recipes or those or those dishes where you're always asked to bring it to the family gathering or the friends gathering and I understand that the recipes you were using for your pretzels uh, was built upon recipes from some historic women in politics in New Hampshire. So can you tell us about how the recipe started and how you perfected them and the women that were involved yeah.
1: Yeah, a little crazy, actually, you know, when I think about it now, um, because I will tell, you know, my mother-in-law, actually, who this recipe came from, was not really a cook, um, So, and, and I'm, I'm a cook, <laughs> so it's kind of funny, um, but yeah, it was about 30 years ago was the first time that I tried these, um, and it was just the original, my, uh, my tasty ranch dill, and I had them, they were a little different, and, but I tasted them. And at the time I thought, wow, these really could be marketable. You know, they were really good. And I, you know, and so I hung on to that. So that was a long time ago. Um, fast forward to, um, you know, about six years ago with the thought of starting this company. And, you know, I'm sitting and, you know, I, the story's there. I was st- sitting in an unemployment meeting and I got thinking about, you know, what am I going to do? And I thought about these pretzels. Um, And how Eileen would have them, you know, at different family functions. Um, My children during middle school did them during entrepreneur projects and everyone loved them. So that thought was there. Um, So, Fast forward, What? so another one of my first was to decide that I'm going to do Portsmouth pretzels. And for a hot second, that was what the name was, Portsmouth pretzels. Um, my, My bag, the seal on my bag is actually based off of Portsmouth City Seal. So, you know, that was the plan. <laughs> and so at that time, when I was building a branding story, you know, I had, I wanted to involve um, where the recipe came from. And I wanted to involve the story um, of these two women. Um, Eileen Foley, a little bit more known in Portsmouth as one of the longest, um, longest term mayors in Portsmouth. But, you know, more importantly, her mom was one of the first female politicians in in east of the Mississippi and certainly in the state. Um, And while a mayor, when we think about it, isn't a big deal, a mayor back then was a really big deal. Absolutely. So, you know, wow. Uh, we have some pictures of of Mary Dondiro sitting around a table with, you know, all men and real somber faces in, in council chambers. And there she is with this big smile on. Um, so, you know, inspired by the two of them, I wanted to include that story on my branding package. Um, they were devoted to public service um, and to giving um, and loving what they did. So that's the story about that. Well, I think you win with the family secret recipe. <laughs> Well, everybody's got one. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. So we'll have to get a bag to Carmela Harris one of these days, maybe.
0: (laughs) So, you know, 2020 has brought us so many changes uh, for everybody in all our personal lives and in employment. You talked about, you know, coming up with this idea when you were sitting in an unemployment meeting. So what advice do you have for someone who may be considering a major career change due to unemployment or some other circumstance that may be pointing them into a direction that they need a change or want to change?
1: Yeah, well, now's that opportunity, right? So, you know, can we, it's awful to think of COVID as a catalyst for change, but if that's what it has to be, then that's what it has to be. So, um, you know, can you use this as an opportunity um, to change? Is it, is it a time to do something different? Is it a time to do something that you love? It doesn't always have to be the right thing, um, but just to move in a path that's, that's clear um, and it's clear for, for you and, and what's important to you. And sometimes when we're in those careers, we're not always thinking about that, right? We're moving really, really fast. And that was what it was for me is I was moving so fast. I never really had the time to think about it. And um, when I look back now, I I can't, uh, I I wish I did this a long time ago.
0: (laughs) Well, we hear stories about people who start a new career later in their life. And you're someone who falls into that category Now they do say age is just a number (laughs) and I'm learning that with a very big birthday myself just last year. Yeah. But can you tell us about that experience of you coming in at this, at that point in your life where you were and how it affected the decisions that you made uh, for the business?
1: Right. Yes. As I was in my career um, and, you know, you're in your early 50s and you start to think about things in your mid 50s. And I started uh, trying to plan and organize and look at my retirement and, okay, maybe I will work two days a week when I'm, you know, 62 and then maybe 65. It'll back down a little bit more. And um, right. We all have this plan and out the window goes that plan. Um, for, for me, um, and, and also my dad actually, by the way, left, um, a real lucrative career at IBM to start a, uh, marina, a boat business, which is crazy when I think about it now. Um, but so I must've had a little bit of that in me, but, um, age isn't a factor, you know, I, I can't even think about retirement right now. I can't even think about it, um, I'm aging backwards retirement. Again, it's not age isn't important and retirement isn't important. Doing what I love is important. Staying active, staying energetic and all that stuff is, is really key. And and when you do something that you love, it's, it's not like work. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah.
0: Is there anything you would do Or would you have done differently in the early stages of the business? Sort of lessons that you learned as your business grew? Well,
1: yes. I would have taken greater risks. You know, in the beginning, I was really frightened. I think I was um, at a point where I was fragile anyway. So everything for me was baby steps. Um, It took some time to get the confidence up and to know that I had a product that could compete um, at the same level as, as the big ones, as the big pretzel companies. Um, So yes, what I would have done differently is I would have taken uh, more risks for sure.
0: And that's helpful for anybody who may be thinking of starting a business uh, or getting, they have a business that they've just started off the ground um, because risks are scary,
1: right? Yeah, they are. And, and again, you know, it's important. I go back to believing in yourself, you know, as long as you can believe in yourself, um, everything, you know, it's not everything is possible. I'm not saying everything is blue skies, because it's difficult. Um, and it's a hard road ahead. But if you can just keep up the momentum and um, have faith and confidence, then uh, it's easier, it's an easier path.
0: So tell us what it means for Port City Pretzels to be a disability inclusive business.
1: Yeah, well, uh, this I could talk about all day. (laughs) Um, That is one uh, we were recognized for that um, last year. And I can remember sitting up there. I was one of five companies that was recognized. And I just was in awe at the companies that were sitting next to me because I'm just this little pretzel company and I cannot believe it. Um, but at that time, that's something triggered in me to think, well, this is what it's about, right? Let's go back to the SBA and, and trying to help small businesses grow. And if more small businesses can think like I think, isn't that where we should be heading in this, in this day and age? So um, I like to think of it as we provide um, gainful employment to both disadvantaged and disabled workers. Um, And how it came about, honestly, I was having such a hard time finding people to hire, you know, it's when the labor market was, uh, we were in a good place about six years ago. And it was a little difficult. And um, I was asking my, you know, uh, daughters and friends, and I have a daughter that's a mental health counselor. And she said, Mom, you know, have you ever thought about a different avenue? Um, There's lots of workers that were incarcerated that can't find work. Um, There's different um, organizations that are out there that are trying to find people work. And I was absolutely. So the first step was actually through our community college system in New Hampshire. Uh, Great Bay College has a program called Project Search. And from there, we had um, a bunch of the graduates come over and look at my company, see what we do every day. And you know, they're leaving and I'm like, well, you know, if any of you are interested, I'd love it if you could apply for a job. So um, two of those uh, fellas are still with me to this day and uh, they are in- incredible. Um, and we've gotten a few more people from uh, project uh, search and, and hopefully they will be up and coming here soon and we can get some more people in the, in the door, but I've worked with Easter seals. I've worked with the state vocational rehabilitation uh, department. Um, it's just this granted my mission is to sell a snack food product uh, nationally and get it on grocery store shelves but there's no doubt that my personal mission um, is to continue to grow my company with um, these types of diverse workers and for in the beginning um, I was sort of quiet about it I was kind of protecting them because I didn't feel like anybody really needed to know about it and it was actually at a the National Grocers Association meeting where um, the keynote speaker came and was talking to me and talking to me about uh, do you do you co-pack or does someone else do your manufacturing? And so we got into my story. Um, and the next thing I know, he's recognizing me up there with all the big you know grocery store companies. and it's like you know if you guys aren't buying from this woman and her mission you're not doing what's right. And it was then that I was like, Oh, well, I don't really want anybody to, I don't want people to think I'm selling pretzels on, but you know, it's um, it's something that's important. And um, I, I just, um, I can't say enough about it. And if I can brag a little bit about a couple of them, um, my social media um, person um, is hundred percent blind And Lupin is also trans. So we have a little bit of a trans community. community. And my guess on that is word is getting out that I'm a welcoming workforce and great. Um, That's, that's, you know, I love that. Um, We have another worker that um, has been with me and has a um, pretty tough stuttering impairment. Um, and so we pro- provided some on the job training. We did things a little bit different to give him the tools that he could succeed um, out there in the workforce for us and delivering our product. And he's, he's phenomenal. Um, I just received a note um, from one of our workers And on the note, he just wrote, we gave a little, we gave a small bonus to everybody this year. And he wrote on the card, you know, thank you very much. This is the first bonus I ever got. And this is just so special to me. Um, And he's 29 years old. So, you know, this is, it's, it's this isn't, uh, it's um, not rocket science what I'm doing. And I just hope that others can realize the potential of the people that are out there. And again, it's on my package, you know, believing in yourself, believing in the goodness of others. Um, so these workers are phenomenal. So thanks for asking that question. That's, man, that's the best.
0: And thank you for those examples, because um, if businesses are interested, wh- where would you send them if if they're interested in, in being such a diverse employer?
1: So the community college system has, um, it's called Project Search. Um, and that's where, um, I've gotten a number of workers, Easter Seals as well has workers. Um, the state vocational rehabilitation department has lots of workers. Um, so they're, they're out there. Um, and, and so again, we're plugged into a couple of people. I'm looking to hire somebody at the front desk and, um, you know, it's open to everybody obviously. Um, but we're very welcoming to, to everyone. So. It's a good feeling. And I'm actually bringing on a partner. um, And she found me through hearing about my who I'm hiring, um, and this mission that I have. And um, so she comes from a background of working with the Gates Foundation and trying to place incarcerated workers. So her and I are just right for each other. So bringing her on board and her having that same mission is just fabulous.
0: And congratulations for growing your business and bringing in a partner. Yeah,
1: yeah, thank you.
0: Let's thank you. Let's talk a little bit more about the pretzels because I took my due diligence in preparing for our <laughs> podcast very, very seriously and had Yay. to try every single one of the flavors that you have on the market today, uh, okay. and, and those are. You have three distinct flavors right now. You talked about your very first one, which was, is the tasty ranch. You have cinnamon Mm -hmm. sugar and you have the feisty hot. Mm -hmm. I will tell you, I found all of them just yummy and hard to pick or choose a favorite. Um, But Suzanne, how did you determine the flavors that you were going to produce? You talked, you talked a little bit about there being that tasty ranch
1: dill. Yeah. The tasty ranch dill was the original. I was only going to do one, you know, that's the plan here. And it was, what happened is, is you start to get into small independent grocery stores, you know, they're saying, well, you know, consumers want another flavor. I'm like, what do you mean another flavor? I don't really have another flavor. So you know, I came up with a cinnamon sugar, it was, you know, trial and error and trial and error. And we, we are constantly dealing with, you know, the sugar sticking to the pretzels correctly, and and all that kind of stuff. But uh, we got there, and they taste yummy, and they're good. So I was like, okay, I've got cinnamon sugar, and then like, okay, well, now we need another one. So um, I love heat. And so we did we it's a different type of pretzel, it's a little bit crispier pretzel, we did a, a feisty hot. And um, it probably is at least 60 versions because I love heat. And every time I would do a version, I would burn everybody's mouth. I thought they were delicious. So we've we've landed <laughs> on a very New England heat kind of pretzel. <laughs> um, and they, they do so well in the Midwest and Texas loves them. So I sell more feisty hot to Texas than I do <laughs> anywhere else. So it's kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, you, and now I'm uh, coming up with another flavor that I actually think it's my favorite. So um, it's a honey mustard, uh, a version on honey mustard, and it's pretty darn good. So we should have that in about a month. Oh, great. Because I was going to ask you. That's how we do that. <laughs> that's how we do that. And we 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 just finished. So we went through a number of versions. And what happens is you get to where people, then people become like experts on, well, if it had a little more of this, you know, at some point it just becomes right. It can't just be perfect enough. So we'll launch those in about a month. Well, and you're right, because I, I, I like heat
0: too. and And so when I was trying the feisty hot, you know, I had a couple and I'm like, okay, I can feel the heat but they're addictive. The problem is you keep going back. It's like yes. that really hot jalapeno
1: yes. where you're like, oh, I don't know. And you keep eating it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and the, the thing is pretzels, I didn't realize this, but I since learned this with this business is pretzels is not uh, new Englanders. We like our chips, you know, we're not a pretzel mecca here, but uh, that's why I branch out outside of new England a little bit more. It's a little bit easier sell, believe it or not. <laughs>
0: Well, they're, they're very good. And I'm glad to hear that you have a fourth flavor coming with the honey mustard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we do. Thank you. So where can people purchase your product? So I can't, you know, I, I, we are online on my website, uh, portcitypretzels.com. And we are in a number of grocery stores. I, 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 you know, Safeways, Hannaford's, we were just placed in 10 Publix down in Florida Um, so, and a lot of times I don't exactly know where I am. This is pretty funny because I, you know, distributors pick me up and I was looking at a report the other day and I was staring at it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm in the Piggly Wiggly in Alabama. Like who would have thunk? Um, so we try to keep our website up to date with where we are, but a lot of times we don't know. And, um, again, we're trying to get into that market with the major grocery store chains. So. And you said that they
0: love your feisty hot in Texas. Have you have you ha- heard any other feedback of favorites at, in particular areas of the
1: country? Well, the ranch deal is definitely the, num- the number one. Uh, we're dealing now with production in terms of, we we think that because of consumers buying habits that the honey mustard might be surpassing the tasty ranch dill. And if that's the case, we've got to get on production. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, if you so, need a taste okay. tester, let me know. <laughs> awesome. I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, all these virtual trade shows that I'm doing. And we're constantly sending out samples. But uh, that's usually the sell for my at the trade shows. The sell is the tasting the pretzels. So it'll be nice when that comes back for us.
0: So you you did notice, uh, you, you mentioned the packaging. And I did notice your packaging when I, when I purchased uh, the product. And on the back of the bags, you share a message with your customers. And and you end that message, and you said it today, believe in yourself, believe in the goodness of everyone. And tell us the meaning behind that, this personal statement that you've added to your product and why you did that.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Um, It probably doesn't meet all the right guidelines for marketing and all the right stuff, but See, that's the beautiful thing. You know, when you believe in yourself and you start a company, you can kind of do what you want and you can put that on the back of the bag. It's a pretzels. Um, I do do what I love and I do really believe in that. And when you're at such a low point and you think your life is going one way and it's and it's not and it goes another way, you can't help but to think about things like that. Um, And so I just felt it was important to, to be on there. So you
0: also, you, and you also do talk about, you know, your do it with love attitude and you give, yeah. and you give homage to the two women who, yeah. who first yeah. created the recipe, Mary Dundero and uh, yeah. Eileen Foley. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. It's important, but uh, more importantly is just doing, doing what we love in life. And uh, you know, that can be. Uh, a a number of different things. So that's, that's where I'm at. And I am making pretzels. I'm aging backwards. And uh, it's fun. Every day I go to work and it's fun and exciting. And uh, it's not easy. (laughs) It's not easy. It's tough. Uh, It's an uphill climb, but it is just great. And uh, I hope I can inspire others at the same time. Perfect
0: what would you like to leave our listeners or have our
1: listeners know about port city pretzels? um, Well, um, that uh, there is, there is as good as, as the big companies out there, you know, I'm up against the big companies. Um, That's where I'm at. And it's, it's pretty funny. And and it's funny when I'm on a, uh, I'm on a, a, a cheese shelf at a grocery store and pretzel crisps comes in and, you know, pushes me off the, cheese shelf and puts themselves there. I'm like, okay, all right. I'm going to come right back at you, you know? And, um, so we, we work hard, we strive hard, all of us, my workers, um, to make this a little bit better, a little bit nicer. Uh, when the product goes out, uh, when we ship it online, we try and make things a little bit more special. And, you know, since I've been doing this business, trying to make it, um, just that much, it's harder work, but I think it pays off in the end. So. And what would you like our listeners to know about Suzanne Foley? Well, gosh, if they haven't heard it already, you know, just, uh, I, I do believe in myself. I'm very proud of myself, very proud. Um, and, uh, believe though, however, that anybody can do what I'm doing. Um, I think this, I think what's as I'm turning 60 and aging backwards, um, that's a little mini secret out there that everybody needs to know. So, um. You get about that age and and maybe you're in a a place you don't want to be uh, or a job you don't want to be or maybe you've lost your job. You know, now's the time.
0: Suzanne, thank you for joining me today. You and the team at Port City Pretzels should be so proud of the business that you have built. Our listeners are encouraged to visit portcitypretzels.com where you can find a listing of stores that carry Port City Pretzels. And also order online and have them shipped to you directly. They are yummy. Seriously, these pretzels are worth checking out. Thank you for joining us for McLean Middleton Minutes. Our next episode features an interview with Dean Megan Carpenter from the University of New Hampshire Franklin Pierce School of Law. You will definitely want to tune in to hear her story. Thank you for listening to McLean Middleton Minutes, a production of the McLean Middleton Law Firm, We invite you to share this podcast with your colleagues and friends. Check back soon for additional episodes.